Welcome to the K&K Process Podcast, presented by Katherine Colbert and Keith Farrell. These are your Process Safety Partners podcast for observations into the PSM activities. Observations into 14 elements and the other activities associated with your operations in the PSM world. Please sign up for Process Safety Partners podcast on iTunes. Like us on iTunes and share with your fellow workers. Then go to our website, knkprocess.com, to receive updates on our podcast and other information and activities. Sorry for the cold today, so I'm doing my podcast a little late. So today's topic is discussing SIS and the relationship to other instrumented systems. So basically, if you're using SIS, safety instrumented systems, why aren't you using business instrumented systems and environmental instrumented systems? Historically, SIS is a requirement to ensure that your safety instrumented systems will function when necessary. These are basic calculations and observations of your equipment, your systems, and your configurations to ensure that statistically your instrument will be available 100% of the time during the cycle for maintenance, on maintenance. Meaning that from the, each time you calibrate, between cal- or between calibrations basically, your equipment will be available 100% of the time. Which is kind of hard to say when you think that everything breaks down at different times, but this is just a statistical process that's defined on reliability type management systems to define how well things are available for you to use. Now the thought process is we're doing this for safety systems as they're necessary for us and our plants to keep our processes and our people and other receptors safe from events that could occur since these things will mitigate or eliminate or minimize any event that you have defined from a hazard assessment. So then the thought process is why aren't these used for your environmental systems too? Things to keep leaks and spills from going to a larger system. The math is the same. You're just handling it for a different purpose. Now, you will have to work out your consequence matrix to see what things are necessary to mitigate. Or you may just say anything that is an environmental mitigation needs a seal level 1 or 2. I mean an ESI 1 or 2. Basically, a intricate level one or two, which means its reliability is based upon mathematical factor of that. This allows you to give confidence in your systems and measurement. Now, this also can be extended to your business issues. Now, safety is important, environmental is important, but maintaining your business is just as equally important. Goes out with the business, you really have no need for safety or environmental safeguards. So business criteria, I believe, is just as important. What are those business indicators or systems that are necessary to keep your process running consistently and reliably? So I would suggest that you would look at these things too. On a business case, though, you need to look at what is the outcome of a business outage. Now some places, like refineries and gas plants, recycle is always a possibility with your materials. So there is never a time, or let's say hardly ever a time, where you can't reprocess the material. So your cost is not in loss of production. 
it's lost of available production and the energy to recycle the system or reprocess it which is a lot less than like chemical plants whereas in chemical plants you can't really recycle some of the materials I mean, it's a one-time shot so when you look at your waste on that it's a whole different story so I see the difference between a refinery and a chemical plant being significant in the business instrumented systems so got to look at the cost associated with it so you look at your outage your outage time your cleanup and anything else associated with an upset a good example to start with is a reactor reactors are horribly expensive to maintain they're horribly expensive to run they're energy hogs they're always consuming things so you really need to take care of these things make sure they're running so what indicators on there are necessary on this maybe it's a steam indication keeping steam flowing to an FCC so that you can maintain production because restarting some of these systems are horribly difficult to do so maybe you want a steam indication on there in an instrumentation system to make sure you always have steam flowing would be easy to configure it also would be very simple to maintain steam is a nice clean process it makes it easy to work with so when you look at this what is the cost analysis on this well my basis would be is if you had to shut down because of loss of steam what is the opportunity to lose the steam in the math equation versus as your consequence versus how many things do you have that keep steam running do you have multiple sources and other activities like that so when you look at these activities and you think about this you have to be very diligent about thinking about how it's going to affect your system this is not like doing instrument system where a lot of stuff has been already defined and laid out for you so you really need to make sure that you understand the consequences so you don't over instrument your system because as I've always stated for anybody who knows me is it's better to have less qual in quality than to have more just be sake of more because too many instruments can cause spurious trips conflicts of interest and other activities like that so if you have an SIS program why don't you look into extending it to your business and your environmental people knowing that you have safety programs that also can help you with business and environmental will help with compliance now this is not a compliance issue this is not something that is mandated by anybody or has been written much about by anybody it's just some thoughts I have on making your systems more reliable especially for the business instrumented systems so that's all I have for today uh, thank you for listening to our podcast uh, the K&K production your process safety partners for observations into process safety activities like us on iTunes and share us with your fellow workers. Sign up at our website at knkprocess.com and receive updates on our podcast and for other information and activities. And for your process safety needs, contact K&K Process with over 45 years experience in process safety and safety activities. We'd be happy to help you as your process safety partners. Have a good day.